According to the Manitoba Teachers Society Handbook, Educational assistants, or EAs, provide a valuable contribution to classrooms in Manitoba. An educational assistant supports the work of professional staff such as teachers and clinicians. They are valued members of the school community who make a significant contribution to the work of the school and toward the education of all students. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Teach Like a Boss. My name is Devin Caldwell, and for this episode, we're focusing on all things educational assistance. You'll hear an interview with Teresa Sanheim, Coordinator of Student Services, as well as the words of our own educational assistants based on a survey that I sent out earlier this month. This month's episode is a shout out to our educational assistants who are such valuable team members who truly help us teach like a boss. Coming to you from the southwestern corner of Manitoba, sharing fresh perspectives from real educators. Tune in as teachers relate their stories of professional learning, classroom practice, and the challenges they've overcome to teach like a boss. My name is Devin Caldwell, and I'm one of the chairs of Fort LaBosse's Professional Development Committee, and I'm sitting down today with Teresa Sanheim. Teresa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. Could you tell us a little bit about your role in Fort LaBosse School Division? Sure, Devin. Uh, so I'm Teresa Sanheim. I'm the Administrator of Student Services for Fort LaBosse School Division. So essentially what I do is support teaching staff, resource teachers, administrators in programming for students that maybe need a little extra. Now, I think all Fort LaBosse schools are really fortunate to have educational assistants in our buildings and we know how incredibly valuable they are, which is why we wanted to make educational assistants and their role um, the topic of this month's podcast. So the first question I want to ask you is, is why? Why do we have educational assistants in schools? I know the answer might seem pretty obvious, but Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, it's a good question. So the way that I see educational assistance are as a support for the classroom teacher. We know that classroom teachers have a lot on their plates and educational assistants are a fabulous support in, in doing uh, following through with the programming that the teacher has created for all of the children. Can be an extra set of eyes, an extra set of hands. Um, an extra adult in the room. There are many benefits to having an educational assistant when they're used appropriately and efficiently within the classroom to the betterment of the success of all children. Now, what are some of the roles that our educational assistants fulfill in classrooms in this division? Sure, so that's, that's quite a broad and varied question. And I think in any classroom that you visit, you may see them being used in different ways and in different manners. And I think probably the, the key thing that all teachers keep in mind is that they are there to support programming. The teachers have decided what the plans are for the day and they've communicated with the EA what their role is in doing that program for, for the remainder of the school day. And some of the best work that I've seen is when a teacher communicates that on a daily purpose of here's what your role is today or during this particular time slot and here's what my role is and that communication is vital as it is in any situation but probably more so vital in making sure that the programming needs are being met. And so with EAs you can see everything from um, helping to do supervision on the playground 
doing uh, supporting students with personal supports in terms of toileting or in personal management skills. You may see them doing repetition um, work, anything to do that supports the teacher that they feel will enhance the skills of the student. That's what we're working towards. So a teacher is developing the program that enhances the skills of students, whether that's in behavior or academics or in communication. And the EA's role is to support those programming or that the, the steps that the teacher has laid out for them within the plan of the day. One question we asked on the survey was, what do you feel is the best use of your time in your role as an educational assistant? When do you feel most useful and effective? The best use of my time is when I am helping students who need my help the most. I feel most useful and effective when I see students understanding what I just helped them with. Another educational assistant shared, I love seeing a difference in a student's eyes when we discover a way to get them to understand something that has been difficult for them. I feel most useful and effective when I know what the classroom teacher's expectations are. Listening to their expectations and then getting to ask any questions helps me really feel like I am supporting the teacher and students. And finally, I feel most useful and effective when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with students or in small group settings where I feel that I can be most beneficial. So then I would say to you, Devin, give me some examples of you as a kindergarten teacher of how you used an EA within your classroom. Well, when I was um, fortunate to have an EA scheduled in my room, there was always you know, so many things that they could do to help both the students and me. Um, I think probably a big one for me was just one-on-one -on -one practice for individual students because so often we're working on things like pencil grip, learning to print your name properly, cutting with scissors properly. So having like another adult in the room who could work one-on-one -on -one with students on those individual goals, that was really, really key for me. Um, another way I made use of educational assistance was in working with small groups. So sometimes I might have a small group activity set up that an educational assistant and three students would be working on together. Other times I'd be the one working with the small group and I'd have my educational assistant in more of like a supervisory role, um, supervising the kids in, in an activity that was happening. Um, programming support was a big one too. If I had a student on an individual education plan or a student support plan, um, having that educational assistant sometimes working one-on-one -on -one to support that student. Um, in kindergarten, sometimes it was helping out with toileting. Another one that was really key was safety because I had an outdoor, um, like a door that went out to the playground as well as my door to the hallway. And it was always just a worry with, you know, that, that certain student that maybe they would make a run for it and I wouldn't notice. So it was always great just to have that extra set of eyes too. I think that's wonderful and I think you've given many great examples of how to use an educational assistant effectively within the classroom. And what I like about what you've said is that you made it very clear the role of the teacher and the role of the EA and any of the instructional moments were left to you and any of those support roles were left to the EA. And I think that's a really nice balance where those two roles are very clearly defined and communicated so that you both know what your responsibilities are at any given moment throughout the day. It's key, it's critical. Yeah, and I think as you mentioned that communication is really a big one too. 
Um, I know some teachers just verbally communicate everything. I also know other teachers will have a written plan showing what's happening in the classroom and another column showing how they'd like the EA to support at any given moment. So I don't think it matters what way we do it as long as we do it and that communication is really clear. Yeah, and it's important of whose responsibility is whose because sometimes that's where that miscommunication happens and boundaries can kind of be flipping back and forth. And I think uh, I often encourage people to write that down because then it is in black and white and you understand what your roles are as an educational assistant. I would understand my roles as the teacher and what I wanted to be in control of. Because I know it must be difficult for EAs when they work within different classrooms and have different relationships with different teachers, different expectations within their role. And I think this way it is clearly defined of what they, what they can and cannot do within the classroom because each teacher is going to manage that a little bit differently. It's a difficult job. Well, and I don't know how you began your career in education, Teresa, but this is maybe a little known fact about me. I actually started out as an educational assistant. So I graduated when I was 22, and back then jobs were really hard to come by. And um, my principal offered me a role as a .5 educational assistant at Oak Lake Community School. And truthfully, it was one of the best things I could have done. It was almost like another year of student teaching for me in that I got to work alongside experienced teachers. So that was wonderful. And it also gave me a really clear understanding of how I would work with my educational assistants in the future because I knew what it was like to be in that role myself. So. I think that was really, really helpful for me. Oh, that's a great experience. There are quite a few teachers actually that started off in that manner. And I think it's wonderful to see both sides of that and understand how important it is that you know what your role is as an educational assistant from day to day. And I, I think that's fabulous. That's a great story. Yeah, wonderful. I've also heard um, interesting stories about resource teachers who have shadowed educational assistants for the day or actually just taken on the role of an educational assistant for a day just to see, you know, what that person's day is like, um, get to know the students, you know, a little better that they're working with. And I've never done that for an entire day, but I certainly have done that for parts of the day. And it's been a really interesting experience too. Yeah, it would be actually. It's a great piece of advice maybe for anyone wondering is, am I being clear enough to step into somebody else's shoes and know whether or not you know what it is that you are to be doing day to day? It's a great, great, great suggestion. Teresa, just to wrap up our conversation, um, if people want to learn more about like appropriate roles and expectations for educational assistants, where can they find that information? Sure, so uh, both our Department of Education um, and the Manitoba Teachers Society have published documents that kind of clearly align what teachers should be doing and what EAs should be doing. And um, they, they specify what the roles of each of those particular jobs are. So you can just do a Google search. I think every MTS member got that little blue handbook on the role of an educational assistant and also a quick Google search for on the Department of Education will lead you right to the educational assistant document as well. And of course, if anybody has any questions on how to use that effectively, by all means, reach out and I can point you in the right direction. Okay, well, thank you so much, Teresa. Yeah, thanks, Devin. And now for another survey question. We asked educational assistants, what can teachers and administrators do to support educational assistants? When do you feel supported in your role? 
One EA responded, they can show support for us by being there. A little bit of praise goes a long way. I feel supported. I appreciate teachers asking our input with students we constantly assist when it comes to reports and meetings. Another educational assistant shared, the main thing I want to know in my job is what are the goals and expectations for the students I'm working with. It helps to have some basic information and background on students. I feel supported when teachers and principals are positive and respectful towards EAs and show us that they appreciate our work. And lastly, I feel supported when I have the necessary tools to be successful. If I'm in a math class, I want to have the proper information and tools to help the students who are struggling. Our final survey question. What is something you wish that principals and teachers knew or remembered about your work as an educational assistant? One response. People need to remember we are all here for the love of the children. Even though we are not as educated as teachers and principals, we feel the same concerns. Some days are pretty stressful for us too. Another response. Most teachers are very understanding of what we do, but some forget that we are the ones working with challenging students. One thing everyone needs to know is that we are mentally exhausted and we need more help too. Good communication is key. Teachers and principals shouldn't assume we know. Every teacher is different. Please help us be successful in your classroom. I'm not sure that teachers and principals always understand the relationships formed over the years by support staff with students. Many teachers only see a student for one year of their schooling, whereas assistants move about the school year after year and are perhaps the one safe or constant face for students. And lastly, I love it when teachers empower me and realize I know how to do my job. However, I do need to know what helps them the most while I'm in the classroom. I work with many different students and teachers, so some instructions and direction is helpful. When I feel like we're working as a team, I really enjoy my job. Based on the results of our survey, we'd like to conclude this episode with a few tips for educators. Tip number one, communicate constantly with your educational assistant. If we want strong, successful working relationships with EAs that are likely to increase student achievement, we have to make the time to communicate. Explicitly share your expectations with your educational assistant. Be clear on what work you would like done, what an EA should do when they have free time, and how you would like EAs to work with students. Tip number two, listen to EAs and insist that students do as well. Recognize that EAs often know certain students and their needs better than we do. That knowledge is invaluable. EAs have information, ideas, and strategies to share, and we do well to listen to them. Similarly, insist that students treat EAs with respect. And a final tip, recognize the great work they do. Share with your principal or student services administrator when you see an educational assistant going out of their way to be excellent at their job. Take time to be kind. REAs work really hard. A coffee, a kind word, and a pat on the back can go a long way. Sometimes we get so busy that it's easy to forget to tell people just how much we appreciate them. Be intentional about remembering and never forget that our educational assistants play a vital role on the team. Thank you for tuning in. Any of the resources or information mentioned in this podcast can be found in this episode's show notes 
Available at www.flbsd.mb.ca forward slash podcast. Join us next time as real teachers continue to share their journeys and inspire you to teach like a boss.